Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Morning to all you friends of animals out there who've tuned into the pet place and welcome. I'm your host Marie Hila and as always I want to thank you for stopping by today on this beautiful October morning. And did you know what's special about October? Well, I'll tell you, it's Adopt a Shelter Pet Month and my first guest really takes that seriously. Her name is Janet Dupuis and she's a local groomer who donates her services to shelters so that more animals can get adopted. It's hard to resist a pretty little dog with bows in its fur, after all. And because it's Adopt-A-Shelter Dog Month, Sarah Kent from PetFinder.com will also be stopping by after our halftime break with some great news about what her website is doing to get shelter pets all over the country into forever homes. That's right, we've got a bit of a theme going today, and we're going to get started after a super quick message from the station. So stay right where you are and keep your radio tuned to the pet place on K Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is Janet DePue. Good morning, Janet, and welcome to the Pet Place. Good morning, Maria. Thank you for having me. Well, I am so glad that you're here because you wanted to talk about Adopt a Pet Month, and it's not just any old pet, but it's Adopt a Shelter Pet Month, which is actually the whole month of October, and we're uh, getting into the home stretch of October now, but I think it's still important to promote this, this special opportunity. Absolutely. Adopting shelter pets all year round is a wonderful opportunity for everybody interested in in adding another addition to their family. Now, tell me, I know that October has some special significance for you personally also. Are you willing to talk about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the... First of all, I would like to say that I'm a professional mobile gro- mobile groomer in the Orange County, California area, and I have purchased a mobile unit manufactured by a company called Wagon Tails during Granger, Indiana, mm-hmm. and I've been mobile grooming for almost 10 years in my unit, and for the past four years, Wagon Tails has sponsored um, a... a um, Adopt a shelter pet type. Um, a grooming service where grooming you go out and you groom for, the shelter pets? Yeah, I'm sorry. They have 1,700 units out there, and they've asked um, anybody that's interested in participating in the grooming contest to um, participate if they can. And mm-hmm. they have 
They have gotten, in the past three years, they've gotten 3,600 pets um, groomed and adopted from local organizations throughout the United States. And it's something that we can do as as groomers, come together and put our paws forward to try to clean the dogs up so when people go to adopt these dogs, they can see through the mess that they've, you know, come into the shelters with and they become more adoptable when they're cleaner and they smell good. And Absolutely. I think that it's a win-win situation for everybody. And it's a wonderful thing that Wagon Tails is sponsoring this because it puts motivation into us groomers and um, lets us uh, put our paw forward to to help those in need and not just keep our business running and and just going out and doing what we can, you know, to help these shelter dogs get adopted because we have the skills. It's just finding the time, you know, to set aside to do that. Mm -hmm. And if every mobile groomer or grooming parlor in the United States took on just one dog in the United States to groom, we probably would get each one of the dogs that are shelters groomed. Um, Wow. That would would be great. But not everybody can find time to do that because everybody's so busy trying to keep their businesses going. So it's a wonderful opportunity. And this is fortunately my first year of being able to help Wagon Tails um, add to the numbers of uh, total numbers of adoptions. And I'm hoping that with my help that we can, you know, increase that amount from 3,600 to possibly 5,000 or more. Wow, that's a great goal. Now, you had actually a a personal life-changing event, and that sort of encouraged you to look at life as a whole and decide that you wanted to make a difference. Um, do you want to talk about that? Yes. I, I was um, diagnosed and treated for breast cancer about two years ago. I'm about two years uh, free of cancer, oh, free of breast cancer. And I think that when you have a life-changing experience amongst you, think of the things that you really had wanted to do in the past that you felt like you haven't done enough of or mm-hmm. or you want to do more of. And it, it just it it allows you to focus on those things that you haven't accomplished yet. So I think that... Um, being that I'm in good health now and I'm able to to do more work um, physically than I was two years ago, mm-hmm. I'm able to, um, you know, provide my services and help those shelter dogs because it's just something that I think that, um, yeah, just having having cancer, just it's very scary. It's very scary and it just makes you really think about other things and, in life um, that's around you. So it was a life-changing experience, and I just think that it's just something that you have to go through in life sometimes to to change your perspective of your busyness because we all get wrapped up in that. And hopefully your story will help some other people recognize that this this type of thing can happen to anyone, and, and life is short, and if you want to help out and if you want to do things, don't wait for tomorrow. Just dive right on into it and uh, give your best. Exactly. And, and if anybody's thinking about adopting a pet, I think this is a great opportunity 
for them to go to the shelters um, and and take a look at what the shelters have. And I know a lot of people are thinking about it and thinking about it. And sometimes you just have to do things, um, push ourselves to do things. And I have so many customers that have adopted shelter dogs, and they had talked about it with their family for so long, and they're like, oh, I don't know why I talked about it for so long. We should have done this a long time mm-hmm. ago. And it's just so rewarding once they they um, get their, their new pet at home and, and find it's not that difficult to take care of one more thing in life. <laughs> Absolutely. I know that you have some organizations that you support even though we love all the animal organizations and there's so many out there who are doing fabulous things. it's As one person, it's hard to help them all, and we usually do pick one or two favorites. Which organizations have you chosen as your special organizations that you like working with in particular? I like to work with all of them if I could. Um, Although I do have a business to run, I am limited to the time that I am allowed to give to any association or organization. And that being said, I did have to choose organizations that I'm able to drive to and still be able to, um, you know, groom their dogs and be back in in my side of the town to groom the dogs that are my business, too. Mm -hmm. So um, the two organizations I've reached out to, I've decided to work with both of these organizations because... um, uh, they are two organizations that reach out to other people that are in need, that have pets, and they can't provide for their pets, such as having needing a surgery or, or tooth pulled or doing um, um, or getting dog food because they don't have money to buy dog food and things like that. These organizations reach out to people in any way that they can to try to help people. And what is their name? Their because and we we don't want to run out of time and not not give them a little bit of a promotion. The um, first one was Majeska Ranch Rescue, and they can be found at MajeskaRanchRescue.org. It's M O D J E S K A R A N C H. R-E-S-D-U-E dot org mm-hmm. and all kinds of information there. Um, and the Animals Assistant League of Orange County, A-A-L-O-C dot org, um, they are located in Midway City, California, near Westminster. And they're both located in Orange County, and they're both wonderful organizations. They sure are. We've had both of these organizations on on the Pet Place several times, both the television show and the radio show, and they're just wonderful organizations. I know the Animal Assistance League has been around for about 39 years, so they've been doing some pretty amazing stuff, and they really know what they're doing. And and the folks over at Majeska Ranch, uh, Russell, in particular, mm-hmm. he is just such a fun guy, and he takes in llamas and horses and dogs and cats and pretty much oh, everything, they and have they all live in his house. <laughs> now they have two baby calves they just got a couple weeks ago, and wow. um, they saved them from uh, becoming veal, and oh. two, two of many that were saved and rescued from that situation, and they plan to have them for quite some time. It's wonderful that they 
they have the um, the energy to keep up with them. They um, have a lot of energy. I don't think yeah. I've met two people with more energy than than those two. Janet, before I let you go, do you have a website or contact info so that our listeners can talk contact you in case they want to get grooming services? You know, actually, I don't take on new clientele at this point because I'm completely full of clientele. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, <laughs> I I like to take on more than what I have, and I have a I have a real big problem keeping up with what I've got already. But I always try to help groomers and anybody that would. I mean, I try to help. I'm sorry. I try to help people find groomers and locate the right match for their pet. So they could reach me at happydogmobilegrooming.com. Excellent. And Janet. you can always get help from me that way. And also the Wagon Tails Company, it's W-A-G-N, space T-A-I-L-S. They have a website, too. You can put in your zip code, and you can always find a, a Wagon Tails Mobile Groomer um, in your area, too. Excellent. They have wonderful groomers. Janet, we need to take a quick pet place break now, but thank you so much for stopping by the show today. When we come back, Sarah Kent from PetFinder.com is getting set here to talk about how her website works with shelters nationwide to get pets out in the public eye and in a position to be adopted. This and more are just ahead after a quick pet place break on K-Mozart. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I am thrilled to introduce our next guest. She's from one of my favorite animal adoption websites. It's Sarah Kent from PetFinder.com. Welcome to the Pet Place, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, Marie. It's always a pleasure to talk with everybody over at at PetFinder.com. How long have you guys been in existence now? We have been around for 16 years, wow. and uh, so we are the oldest and we are the largest database of adoptable pets out there. That is amazing. How did you all get started? It was actually started as a, a New Year's resolution by a couple in New Jersey. Um, of course, back in 1996, the Internet was this brand new thing, yeah. and uh, so they really wanted to find a way to harness all of its great capabilities for good mm-hmm. and and find a really positive outlet for the internet and both being animal lovers and having recently rescued a, a stray dog on their own they thought what better thing to do than to start a way to look for pets online and it's grown so much it has you can find a pet anywhere any kind of pet you can find it on pet finder yeah, we've got 370,000 different adoptable animals on PetFinder. Yeah. So whatever you're looking for, whatever type of dog you want, whatever type of other animal you want, we've got it. Uh, and most of these are from shelters and rescues? They're all from shelters and rescues. We work with about 14,000 different animal shelters and rescue organizations all across North America. And they come to PetFinder, they post their adoptable pets into our database, and then people at home can go and do a search based on what they're looking for and find the pets closest to them that meet those specifications. Fantastic. And is there a cost to the people who are posting adoptable pets? No, there's no cost to anybody. So whether you're posting adoptable pets uh, on behalf of your local shelter or rescue or you're just coming to the site to, br- to, to browse through pets or possibly adopt, it's all free. Wow, that's amazing. How do you guys generate enough revenue to be able to support that? I mean, your your costs must be through the roof with that many animals being 
shown? It does require quite a bit of technology to make sure everything's working properly. Mm -hmm. And so we have some really great sponsors and advertisers that you can find on the PetFinder.com homepage. And through their generous support, we're able to keep PetFinder free for everybody. That is wonderful. And one of the great things that is happening during the month of October is everybody is really promoting, even though we do this all the time, but October in specific terms is Adopt-A-Shelter Dog Month. Can you tell everybody what that's all about? Yeah, Adopt-A-Shelter Dog Month is a really great initiative. Uh, We have Out of those 370,000 animals on PetFinder, 200,000 of them are adoptable dogs. And so we really want to use the month of October to increase the awareness of pet adoption, let people know that they should be adopting their next pet rather than buying their next pet. And we've got lots of tools on PetFinder to help people do that. Uh, In addition to the pet search itself, you can watch videos and read articles on how to pick your next pet. and finding the pet that's best for you. So you have a lot of educational resources on PetFinder.com also. Definitely, and and we have resources both before you adopt, for during the adoption process, and then really throughout the whole life of that pet because we want to make sure that it's an adoption that's going to last a lifetime Mm -hmm. and we don't want those pets coming back into shelters and rescues. And we want to make sure that that's a really nice, strong bond between that that new pet and their new family. Tell me so about a, some of those resources for after you adopt a pet. We've got training videos, which are probably <laughs> the the most help that you can find mm-hmm. out there. Uh, it's it's a big deal to bring home a new pet, and that pet may have been through a lot. You know, it may have gone from a home to the shelter, now to a new home. He doesn't know what's going on, and so that can often be a time that they push limits and and test uh, the new behaviors, or maybe they never had any real training before. And so we've got some really helpful training videos out there uh, to help people make sure that that dog is a good fit for them, work together, and when you work together and train your dog, it really does help to build that bond between the the dog and his and his or her person. I could not agree more. And, you know, a lot of our listeners are already huge supporters of adoption rather than supporting pet stores or, or breeders. And I know a lot of them would probably pitch right in to help out and support the Adopt-A-Shelter Dog Month in any way that they can. What do you suggest that they do to support this cause? Great. Well, there's a lot of ways to help. Of course, you can adopt if you're looking for for a new friend. If you're not quite ready for that or you have a full house already, there's lots of other ways to help, too. Uh, Simply by sharing adoptable pets on Facebook or Twitter or other social media outlets, it really helps to spread awareness because you can let all your friends know. They may then share your status and let all of their friends know, and it really helps to to spread that message of pet adoption. That's great advice. Shelters and rescues are also always in need of volunteers and donations, Mm -hmm. and every little bit counts. So even if you can only spare a few hours a month, that's a few hours that you can spend walking homeless dogs that could really use that enrichment time. You know, earlier in the show we were talking with a pet groomer who was donating her services during the month of October to get shelter dogs adopted because when they're beautiful, they're a lot more desirable to people walking around. But she mentioned how each year millions of dogs and cats enter shelters nationwide. About how many of those actually get adopted? 
The estimate about 4 million uh, animals a year are still not finding homes through shelters, and there's about 8 million that are entering shelters each year, so Mm. only about half are getting out. And so we really want to use October as Adopt-a-Shelter Dog Month and every month moving forward to let people know that there are great pets in shelters. Um, They really do just need that second chance. I think uh, people often have the misperception that there's something wrong with shelter animals, that they mm-hmm. ended up there for a reason. But that reason is usually a human reason. You right. know, somebody moved or they lost their job or there's been a death in the family. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, shelter pets make great family members. They so sure we really do. encourage people to visit PetFinder, visit your local shelter, and adopt. We were talking about some of the resources you have on PetFinder. And I know that a lot of breeds of dogs have specific traits, and some might be good with certain families and some might not be so good with certain families. Do you have any kind of information on PetFinder that talks about what some of these traits are and and what type of home would be best for the different specific breeds? We do. We have a really comprehensive uh, dog breed directory where you can look up uh, each different breed of dogs and get a little bit more familiar with the traits that tend to go along with those breeds. I would suggest if you're looking for a dog to really look at every dog as an individual. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes there are are myths that go along with breeds of dogs that That aren't really real. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, those dogs can still make great family members for people. Um, I'm looking more in terms of if you're adopting a dog that tends to be one of the more active breeds that needs to get out. For example, uh, Siberian Husky, they're very active dogs and they don't do well if you just put them out in the backyard. They need a lot of interaction and a lot of exercise and a lot of activity. So if you were somebody who just planned on working 12 or 15 hours and not be home with that type of dog, it's probably not going to be a good fit. Of course, probably if you're not home most of the time anyway, it's not a good fit for any dog. But but still, you want to make sure that your activity level and, and your home situation sort of matches the qualities of a specific type of dog. Absolutely, and that really is the single most important thing when adding a pet to your family is just to sit back and think, you know, what do I want to spend my time with this pet doing? Do we want to be outside playing in the yard all day and all night, Uh or do we want to just hang out on the couch together? Right. And then finding a personality that really matches yours um, or you can get a dog who might be inspiration for you to get out there and take up jogging or <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah. And uh, when you've got a, a wagging tail waiting for you, it's tough to turn that down. <laughs> Definitely. Do you actually pay for the adoption on PetFinder, or is that all handled directly with the shelter and the rescue? It's all handled directly with the shelter or rescue. Um, we uh, allow them to post their pets on PetFinder, and then once you find a pet you're interested in, you reach out to the group directly, and they'll guide you through the rest of the adoption process, which is usually them sending you an application to get to know you a little bit better, and then making sure that pet's the right fit for you, and then working out that adoption fee, which can vary from group to group. Excellent. Do you, as the Director of Shelter Outreach, have any specific roles that, that help that helps with shelters and rescues getting the word out about their animals? 
We definitely do. We um, One of my favorite things on Pet Finder is that on every single pet page, we've got share buttons where you can share that pet on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Pinterest. And I really think that those networks make all the difference in the world to helping these pets get out there and get even more exposure to people who may not have come to Pet Finder if they're mm-hmm. not looking to adopt but yet they see this face looking back at them on their normal Facebook browsing, mm-hmm. and uh, it may open their eyes to, to pet adoption. So you're really promoting social networking as the director of shelter outreach. Do you ever come across uh, old-school shelters that really haven't gotten into social networking yet, and do you try and give them some training on how they can use that to their advantage? We do. We have a really great webinar series that we give for all of our Pet Finder members. And then we, of course, record them. So if they can't attend a live version, they can watch that later. And uh, just this past summer, we did a really great two-part webinar on social media and using it um, really from start to finish. So even if someone had never been on Facebook before, we took them through that process of this is what Facebook looks like, this is how you create a page for your group, and all the benefits in doing so. And oh, it was yeah. actually our Jane Harrell from PetFinder who runs all of our social media for PetFinder. Mm-hmm. She shared her expertise and, and what she's learned with all of our shelter members. Well, PetFinder is a tremendous resource for the shelters, for the rescues, and for people who are looking for a pet to adopt. And, Sarah, I'm so glad that you're able to stop by the Pet Place today and let the listeners know all about the great stuff you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to speak with you. And the feeling is mutual. So you have a great day. And in just a moment, we'll be back with our last Pet Place news of the morning. So stay tuned here on K Mozart, and we'll be right back. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Now, not too long ago, we talked to the folks over at Bassett Hound Rescue of Southern California and their great fundraising event that they had in the works. Well, guess what? It's coming up on November 3rd. It's the Wine and Dine Fundraiser, which will be held at the Purcell Murray Showroom in Huntington Beach. Here's what's in store. Wine for you and dining for your hound. You'll learn the art of cooking for your hound using quality, human-grade ingredients. Whether you're vegetarian or carnivorous, their canine cuisine chefs will show you how to prepare quality meals for your pets. As a special treat, a very special guest, Michael Falcon of The Tasting Kitchen will guide you through a course in wine pairing. Michael is bringing along an exquisite wine selection for sampling. But remember, the wine tasting is for human consumption only, and unfortunately, the event is for humans only, too. But you'll return home with a fabulous recipe book for your hound from the Honest Kitchen and a doggy bag of treats so your little four-legged companions won't be too disappointed. The cost is just $35 a person or $50 per couple, and all funds raised benefit the homeless hounds. For more info, visit www.bhrsc.org. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. That's all for me today. Remember... 
Pets Need Love, and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. Thank you.